Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Triple Clowns. And we're doing a pick show this week. Something we're going to do every weekend, hopefully every weekend, for the stakes races, main races, whatever it might be. It might be a pick five, pick four, but stay tuned for that. It's me, G. Randall Johnson, along with the beautiful Sarah Marie, Mrs. Big News, and the truck stop burrito, A.J. Ryder. And we're here to give you fairgrounds. Yes. We're bringing you fairgrounds this weekend. It's a big weekend for fairgrounds. Absolutely. Honestly, it's a big weekend as far as stakes races go across the board here on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, it is. And we're getting into like what it should have been last year, yes. which we went around yet. So this is what usually the prep period is. So there's going to be some, some big prep races for the Derby yes. and all those fun things. All right. So let's get into it. Sarah, what's going on this weekend that we're going to pick? All right, we are going to bring you the guaranteed 50 cent all stakes pick five at Fairgrounds. That is starting with race nine. So race nine is the Marie G. Krantz Memorial Stakes. It's a mile 16th on the turf for Philly and Mayors, four years and up. AJ, we'll start with you. Right, so I, I do want to preface this so that all the picks that I'm going to make, I'm going to give probably like three horses a race. This is not going to be the actual pick five ticket I would play. It's more so these are the horses I'm looking at waiting, uh, obviously, upon scratches because you never know what's going to happen. And I'm going to narrow it down from here. But as we start this race nine in this 100K stakes race, first horse I want to do want to talk about is the seven, Curlin's Journey. Um, this horse it got to my attention going into this one at fairgrounds strictly because this horse is really good on the SoCal circuit in 2019. Now, obviously that's a long time ago, but then given the performance that uh, she put up at fairgrounds in the 75 K stakes race at this distance back in December, I think this is a horse where I, I can expect, you know, a, a, a really good run, and I think she'll be very competitive here. Um, you know, keeps the same jock from the last time out when, you know, in that 75K stakes, got second, 142.85 at a mile and 16th is is, is, is flying. Uh, I'm going to include the five here. I think the five is hard to ignore, which is going to be your favorite. Probably post-time and now uh, did beat Curlin's Journey and Secret Message. Uh, last time out at fairgrounds back in December. And then the other horse I'm going to include here or look to include is going to be another horse that ran uh, back in December at a mile and 16th and also won in a hundred K stakes race room to finish. Um, is, is kind of like a lifelong, not lifelong, but has spent a lot of times at fairgrounds. This is a, this is a, a track where I feel like this horse is comfortable and runs really well when she's here. So 20 starts, seven wins, eight places. Obviously I think at eight to one, this horse is going to be around with a chance to win it. I will take those odds at eight to one going in to Saturday. All right. So I guess you have, so, so I'm go. you're going with the seven, your top choice, correct? Seven is my favorite. The five I have to include right now. I don't see any other way around that. And, and then another and horse then the I eight. really want okay. to include for, for the price is going to be the eight. All right. So seven, five, eight for AJ. Do you want to go, sir? Or do you want me to go next? Well, I'm kind of intrigued by this mystery angle you have here. My mystery angle. 
um, which no one knows about because you just mentioned it. I said it before we started. Uh, thanks for jumping the shark on that one, Sarah. You said it before? I said oh, it before yeah, yeah. Part of the show. The mystery. Um, I have my mystery. That, we're all, that we're all dying to hear. Whoa, I didn't even lead into it. Pins and needles Thanks, uh, Anyway, so everyone out there, there's a mystery angle Randy's playing, and he's going to do uh, it now. Would yeah. you like me to go first so you can build up your intro? No, it's fine now. You already ruined I think it. it's exposed. Yeah. Yeah, it, I didn't realize no. I was ruining anything. Shark, but yeah. totally. Kayfabe was Jump broken. the shark. Yeah, Kayfabe was broken. Happy yeah. Days reference for those out there who don't know. Absolutely. Made up by uh, John Hine, by the way, just in case Howard Stern fans know that. But anyway, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, okay, so my mystery angle on this is, and you'll see that I take a jockey here, and also early speed has been killing it at fairgrounds, especially with this guy in front, and I'm going with James Graham. He's going to be in every race I pick is going to be James Graham, and that's why I have to go here with the one. Hold on. So you're going to take a one jockey for every race, so you're going to do it in all Graham Pick five? He's going to be involved in my pick okay. five. Okay. And one of them is a single. See? That would be impressive. I like it. All right. So so I'm going – I am going to go with the one here. Um, I, I do have to say, okay, so I'm going to go right away, and I'll tell you, and then I'll, and I'll go back to AJ's uh, thing a little bit. I'm going to go with the one here. Uh, Joy Epifora, I believe it is, right? Epifora? Joy Epifora. Sounds right. Yeah. Because I think this horse is early speed. And if I'm saying early speed's holding up and I love the jockey, he doesn't get like to get past when he's in the lead, James Graham, that's why I'm going with him. And that's why. Goes turf to dirt to turf. I, I don't um, tend to one. I think it's a good price for that horse. So I'm going to be including him on my pick five play. Um, I'm going to go with secret message next, which I'm surprised AJ didn't bring up because he did bring up a point of that um, with Curlin's journey and everything in that race, uh, the last race, Secret Message had, if you watch the race, was hung out wide the whole time. Whole time. Much the best horse in that race, if you ask me, with that um, 142 on a mile on the 16th. That horse is the best horse in that race. Must have been the fast track because they were all running about that fast at that point. But um, I'm going to go with the three. Uh, secret message and my next one's going to be the five because I don't think you can throw that horse out like I like AJ said so my bomb's going to be the the one in this one and I'm going to go chocolate with the one three five with that race I like your angle here with the one well I will say this because you're right this secret message a, a mint julep winner for a long you know I mean this it's a really good horse 20 starts six wins Five to two wasn't doing it for me. That's that's the reason I because I, I, I got two eight to one shots that I feel like that are just as good that I can include there. But you're right, you know, secret message isn't to be tossed by any means. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you can't play them all. Exactly. All right, Sarah, what do you got? Well, my picks, I guess, aren't that exciting now that they have both been talked about by both of you. I have the <laughs> five seven here. Um, I really liked the five, his wire to wire win last time out at fairgrounds. I thought was very impressive. Yes, he did run against Curlin's journey and secret message. Um, and like you said, secret message was kind of hung out wide there in that race, but I do think he ran an, or excuse me, she ran an impressive, an impressive race. I do think that this horse has to have the lead. Um, so I'm kind of betting on that here. 
in this race. Then the next horse, like I mentioned, is the seven Curlin's Journey. Um, this horse, I think, is going to kind of duel with the five here. I think it's the, the I think Curlin's Journey uh, stocking the five here in this race. Um, and then he is going to need that speed boost in the stretch. But I, I think these are two good horses to play against the three here. Wait, did you say the five needs to go to the lead? The horse went from seventh to first before. I know, but you look at his recent pass. It's one to one. It's I mean, when he wins. Eighth it's second really close. in the stretch. Well, it, that was also at, at what six. Rosario was on him. So what else was he going to do? Yeah. She was going to do anyway. Right. Um, but I don't. I, think, think, I think this, this five is good rated. Jockey... I, I'm sorry, I have to say, I think this five is very good rated. Where I think the five can come from anywhere. I think that's one thing. I, I think you can, but I think I think a longer distance. I think you go with, you know, what works. I think the lead works here for him as well. Yes, I, Chris, think I don't think I don't think I don't think she has to be in first the the whole way around. But yeah, that's I, she's she's gonna be off the hip of okay. of the horse who's the leader. But I I no I I get what Sarah's saying. I don't think she's wrong here though. She needs to be in the near near the front. I I thought you meant like one of those horses because I, I always say one of those horses that like if you're not around. Like you have another horse on the side of you, you're done. No, 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 no. Give me. No, Curlin's journey is going to be right off the hip. <laughs> I think Curlin's journey is going to sit right off the hip of the bye here. Um, That's how I see the 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 pace of this race um, playing out here. Okay. Well, I th I think you look at the five and what she's done at this distance as opposed to the sprint she's ran before. Obviously, the lead probably is most beneficial to her correct yeah. but this horse but, can run by horse. but but if she's if she's a length behind she's coming good. home i i don't think it it's it doesn't deter me from her at all yeah, yeah. no the, the five is interesting because i mean let's let's face it does this five have this and and you know for for a two to one shot you know we're really banking on a horse that you know hasn't you know has proven more on a shorter course, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's also one at a mile and, and 70, 70 and a mile and 16th. I mean, it's not yeah. like... I, well, listen, I, I think Sarah's got a great point, though. I have to say that I think people are going to not look at this five like the five's going to go to the lead, and this five could go to the lead instead. Not to mention this I'm horse not, is one not, at a mile and an eighth at Churchill. Yeah, I'm not I'm mm -hmm. not, I'm not, not going against that. And, and fairgrounds, like I said, that's my angle. You can go to the lead. I mean, I don't think this five is short. So yeah. if this five can break, no I, I like the angle. I was just, I was just saying, like, I don't think the horse needs to be winning around the first turn to to win the race. Fair enough. Well, I mean, and she proved that when she won a mile and an eighth at Churchill in that yeah. high level allowance race. I mean, she was, I mean, she was only ever three lengths back, and and won that with. I mean, got it by head, but still. It, well, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, and that's a horse. If you watch the races, the five, I, I don't. I think this horse might be a little bit special. This five. Honestly. The five is a borderline single here. It really yeah. is. Yeah, I I agree with that. Might be a special um, horse. Gets in trouble sometimes. Is a little crazy. If you guys watched its races, I did. A little bit nuts. Yeah. A little bit nuts. But I know. I I like the five here a lot. Um, but let's move on to race. 10, which is the grade three Louisiana mile 16th on the dirt, $125,000 purse for four-year-olds and up. 
And there are two horses we have to mention here off the bat. My Boy Jack and Captivating Moon are both entered in race 11 as well. So keep an eye out for that. They're um, going to be tired. <laughs> which race I'm definitely not going to bet them in the next race if they ran in the yeah. there, If you're going to if you're going to bet one of these horses, yeah, you got to bet them the first Don't race, not the second. Bet them the second time they run. Don't. In the same day. No. No. Yeah. No, I like you your, can't. I yeah, like the first race. The first, race. Right. The first right. 12 Maybe. breaking news. Maybe. Handy, you know, major angle here. Don't bet them in the second Never race. Never bet a horse when they run back-to-back -back races simultaneously <laughs> in the same day. Yes. Don't it's do not, it. It's not a good option. All no. right. All right, AJ, who do you like here in this race? All right. I'm going to have two plays here. One of two. I'm either going to go all in on Wells Bayou and single him here. Because, I mean, Wells Bayou, that name – if you followed horse racing at all, speaks for itself, especially if you go back, you know, 10 months, um, 10 months ago, this is one of the horses we thought was going to be uh, our, our Kentucky Derby favorite, our Kentucky Derby winner, probably um, that, that Arkansas Derby run obviously, you know, did him no favors, but it's been a long time since we've seen Wells Bayou, and I'm actually very excited about this race because I either really like Wells Bayou or I'm going to fade him 100%. <laughs> so that being said, I'm either going to single Wells Bayou here or I'm going to go with a couple others, one being um, the three, Silver Prospector, who beat Wells Bayou a long, long time ago. And Silver Prospector obviously ran against the likes of Nadal at the height of his powers, back at Oak Long Park as well. In that same period of time, you know, beat Wells Bayou at a mile and 16th, which is what we're running here. Um, you, you know, when I look at the Rebel and the Arkansas Derby, I can excuse it because of, you know, Nadal, King Guillermo, Finnick the Fierce, again, at the height uh, of his accession basin. Those are tough horses, especially when they were kind of at, at the peak uh, of, of their three-year-old year. But coming back after that massive layoff and then what he did at um, Churchill, winning a very high-level allowance race at a mile and an eighth at, at a really good time, mind you, and then going to the grade one Clark might have been a little too much. The grade three level that I'm looking at here is kind of where I like him the most. So I'm very excited to see some silver prospector run again here at this one coming off the grade one Clark. Not that not that the the Clark was bad for him. I mean, Boat Express ring amazing. Code of Honor, Owendale. I mean, the competition there was yeah, pretty pretty fucking good. So um, I do I do believe he'll be competitive here. Other one, Sona Man. Sona Man probably should you know had Maxfield not made this great return, um, which Maxfield does. I mean, that's kind of his MO at this point. I, I feel like um, the only thing I don't like Ricardo Santino Jr. Not on board son of man's run this time around, but I can get over that just because I do think this horse is, is pretty good. Last three times out, you know, two places, one first, all at the distance we're running today, all in high level allowance races and, and or stakes races. So uh, I, I do believe four to one for this horse is pretty, pretty fucking good. I really like that. Um, 
And who's on board? Yeah, the the longer shot that I'm going to play in this one, and I I don't think I can get any deeper if I wanted to as far as a price goes, would be title ready. Title ready also ran in that Clark. Um, I can get over that. Um, But, I mean, this is a horse who ran in the Breeders' Cup Classic horse who ran against Mr. Freeze, really is Maximus, got third to those in a really um, close uh, grade two at Keeneland. That is kind of what I'm I'm looking here and thinking to myself, like, this is a horse who could win this race, uh, you know, if, if it's one of his better days. I mean, he's only ran in grade stakes races his last four times out. I mean, th- there's a lot of contenders in this one, if you if you look at it closely enough. And I think at already might be the biggest price that I could play here if I if I want to like really be serious with myself. So I'm gonna go with the six, the nine, or the three, or I might just say fuck it. Wells Bayou was real back when back when we thought, you know, he was a Kentucky Derby attender contender, and that long layoff isn't gonna deter me away so i'm going nine six in the three or i'm just going to take the eight wait interesting because you won't even throw in the eight in there why don't you throw the eight in the bet a nine six three eight. well well i i don't want to go if i go four deep then 100 but what i'm saying is if i'm putting together a pick five ticket i gotta take single somewhere and i either really believe in wells by you or i'm gonna go elsewhere because I, I don't because to, to me Wells Bayou is more of a risk, so I think he's gonna be that horse, or I'm gonna look elsewhere. I, I you I mean look you you know however you want to play you can include him, but if I think Wells Bayou is a sham and what I seen the last time out isn't gonna transfer over here this much later, I'm just gonna go ahead and take up three others. If not, if I think he's for real, then I just might single him. I, do, I, I don't see doing both. Okay. Interesting. That's very interesting. Right. I, 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 I can look at your face and tell how confused you are, yeah. but I swear, but Everyone I swear, look, look, right I, I look, it, it's such a short price to include him in with the others. It's a pick five though. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to go for deep ever, to be honest. Cause I, again, I'm, I'm going to give you three, three out and put him in there. I if, if I don't believe him, I don't believe him. Then I'm going to go elsewhere. When are you going to decide when you believe in him or not? Like, how, what is going to make him. this? What is going to make AJ? I haven't seen him in so long. So you have to look at it. And the last time I seen him, I wasn't impressed. But the times before that, like, this is either the horse oh, so what, who we thought could compete with Authentic in the Derby okay, so or it's you, not. When are you going to decide on this play, whether to go in or out? Well, look, if, if I come in tomorrow and – title ready scratches silver prospector scratches then i have three horses i know i i'm confident in if okay. i have those three or i have wells by you then i'm gonna make a decision then and there okay all right all right that's all, right. all i want to know okay well, look we're doing this a, we're doing this a good you know 48 hours prior to so there's a lot there's a lot to be considered be, between it's 24 hours before if that. Well, when I when I made these picks. It was- <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, okay. All right. So, do you want me to go or do you want to go? Yeah. You're, we're going to tell me one of my it. other angles I have going on. <laughs> um, I do. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to say right away yeah. um, the, the, the jockey jump with Sona Man, my man got on board. 
James Graham. <laughs> so I don't mind it because obviously I'm jumping on there. So, you know, I'm taking, I'm taking Sona Man. And you guys know, like I, I picked Sona Man before I was yeah. on Sona Man. You, that was your big Sona, big Sona Man guy, Randy. He was, that was. Yep. I, uh, yeah, I will 100% concede yeah. that. Um, did that as your horse I do like Sona Man. He can run. I think he can run forever. I like him in this. Wells Bayou, I agree with. But I, I, and it's funny because I think I was trying to get AJ to the point of being like, yeah, an all or nothing thing right here. And I'm all about the early speed here at Fairgrounds, which could yep, hold up to Wells Bayou. But I'm not going to play That's what it. I mean. It's a 100% to me. I think this horse is going to dominate or I don't think he's going to do shit. Well, to me, it's first or nothing. There, there's yeah, no exactly hitting the board for him here. In general, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with Blackberry Wine with my other one because I think this horse is weird. And I was on this horse's train before. Mm-hmm. I talked about this yeah. horse as well, where it was one of the horses I talked about that had this weird – this is a horse that can't figure himself out. Or the trainer can't, he can't, which usually means, you know, the, the horse – I mean, went to a place. neck with your boy Shooter Shoot. Yes, they did. I know, I know. A lot of them are on that one. With uh, uh, I feel like if this horse shows up, he's one of those horses. If he shows up, and I think he looks like he's doing well right now. He had trouble last year in general. He was hurt, I believe, for a little while. Um, I think he was on the trail and was hurt. Mm-hmm. He was hurt. From, yeah. He was hurt from Oakland and then didn't come back till October. Yeah, he was hurt. A horse with a huge potential. It's weird that this horse is nine to two. I guess from his last start, that's why I thought you could get a better price on him. But I'm gonna go with my two, four nine. But if I was gonna go deep and play a lot of money, I would go for a nine. I can't not do that. I don't know what my boy Jack is doing right now. He burned me. I was a big fan of his for a while. Um, I don't know what he where he's at. You know, you're talking about, we're talking about derby horses from last year. My boy Jack's a six-year-old. Is he going to the next race where he's even longer odds? He's just been struggling so much. He was a big closer. Um, yeah. I don't know. He, he took a year off. It's his second after taking a year off. So who knows? Yeah. But, and there's a weird reason why he's here. I like AJ's angle on Silver Prospector. I think you made a lot of good points. This is a really good race for us that have watched a lot of these horses. Um but yeah, the, it's a, it's a very fun race when we talked a lot about the Derby. Yeah, I was going to say, our last year. Derby and, trail. Yeah. Has now, we're now coming, moving on to our eighth year with these horses. So and, and we're no very one, familiar with them. The, I mean, no this one, is probably going to be my favorite race of the day. And no one's given by far to Tampa. Go Talamo aboard on Indemage. Um, Maybe Sarah's going to. She looked at me funny, so she's about to. <laughs> which maybe this horse is for real. But it was Tampa. So it's a fun I race. Know. So I know. I'm well, not stealing your thunder, Sarah. Go yeah, ahead. You give your picks. You I'm going to go four, nine. Possibly I'd go four, eight, nine if I had enough money. Let me look at what it would be. Oh, mine's not bad. It'd be an $18 bet if I put all three. What are you, what are I'll you do four, eight, nine. Doing four, eight, nine here. All right. Well, I like the five Indomage at 12 to one with Joe Talamo. I. Yes, this horse is just coming up from from Florida. This will be his first time out of racing out of Florida since 2019. He's done very impressively at Tampa. His last two races at Tampa were absolutely incredible. 
I am very excited to see how Joe Talamo runs, uh, rides this horse. I do think this horse has a shot. Yeah, there's a lot of great talent we're looking at here in this nine horse field, but he's just one I want to throw in there at 12 to one. I think why not? But and, and like I said, look at his PPs uh, with him running to, back at uh, Tampa, really, really strong races. Really, I mean, he had a, a race where he won seven and a quarter length victory. So I want to see how this horse does traveling up, traveling to the fairgrounds. Now, like we've all talked about, I'm also going to be playing the eight Wells Bayou. Three to one. He hasn't raised. That was your boy early, wasn't it? I know. He was yep. in my derby top five from the very beginning of us even talking about our top five. Um, I'm very excited to see how he's doing coming off of his his layoff i i think it's i think it's going to be really great his, his workouts have been sharp he looks really great and has come back so far just seeing him on on the track and his workouts so i am very excited to see wells bayou back at the track i do have my hopes up high mm. for this one but my play here is going to be five eight yeah i always wonder about a horse off a layoff um like that well Ma i, I mean Charles look at look at that the last two times Maxfield's run with on a major layoff, both times he came back and won. Yeah, but I, I, I'm talking about distance-wise a lot of times where early speed horse like Wells Bayou or even Charlatan who goes to the lead most of the time. Um, Dominates every Yeah, race. going back, like backtracking, because when you start, you usually don't start at a mile. You start at like right, some horse, right. not who you are, um, or five or six or whatever. It, it is weird to see a horse that you know, obviously has the distance in Wells Bayou in a sense, but an early speed horse coming back, like I, I feel like I would have liked to sprint. The what, sprint first with him? First, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I but mean, it's not, I mean, this horse has never been a, really a sprinter. I mean, second no, time out, went to a mile, won it, won it, you know, a mile and three sixteenth no, and a mile got set, you know, so, come back a little lighter and then work. Like, I get it. But I, I mean, I mean, I would never I'm put sure this horse at six furlongs more than me. Yeah. I, see, coming back, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, let's, let's ease into it. Maybe a mile. I look at it like, I would never, I would never go lower than that. I, guess this I, horse, like I do it, think it's, you know, well, you, I mean? you look at it in the, an athletic like, look, this is a horse. This is a horse who I think was at the top level of his game, kind of before we got, you know, got hurt. And it's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him a minor league. You know, um, I wouldn't throw him to AAA before I brought him back up to the majors. Well, no, it's kind of what I'm saying is. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like the Charlatan angle, though. You go to the Malibu. You know what I mean? Well, look what happened. Yeah, and like yeah. Well, that's what I'm that's saying. What I mean, so. I mean, you know, you there's yeah. there's two horses here who we can base this off of, and you look at Maxfield off of two long layoffs, came back and won, and you can say Charlatan did the same exact thing. So, like, if you got the stuff, you got the stuff. Like, let's bring him back up and put him in the bullpen. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. For, for the thing. Well, the I get what you're saying. There, there is a level of uh, you know, you have to be concerned, but. If you look at the horse running, um, you know workouts and, and how it, how it's moving. If you think it's got the same stuff it, that it did when yeah, when he I've was winning that. races, yeah, then but, hey, let then fuck it, let's go. Well, I'm, I, yeah, and I'm sure, and I'm listen. I, I'm sure the trainer knows more than I do. But you, but I always think like if you think like an athlete, you know, like a quarterback when it's like somebody comes off being a year off and they play like a quarter, 
You know what I mean? Because the speed isn't there or the don't endurance see that is lot. not there. You know, how often How often do you see – I mean, look at Alex Smith. Alex Smith almost died. He came back, and what did they do? Like, well, let's put him in whenever we – and he, he started. Well, he started for the Washington football team. Who made the playoffs? <laughs> oh, Thank you. Really? Really? All right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it wasn't a great playoff team, but they made the playoffs. No, but yeah, no, but anyway, it does like it, and that's just and, 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 and even when the even the first time he came in, even the first time he came in, like let's talk football here for a second. Even the first time he came in was against the Rams and got sacked by Aaron Donald on his like second or third series. And guess what? He got back up and went back under center the next play. I mean, yeah. sometimes you know, look. You have to. I mean, after injury, you have to just get back out well, there. You what, can, but, but no, you can I, slowly yeah. lead people well, that's in. That's kind of what I'm saying. Are they throwing it at him in there just to be like, "Hey, run second, and it's cool." And we're talking about playing a horse to win, but I'm sure Brad but, Cox knows. Like more I'm than saying, I do. it's like the two most recent high level horses we've seen do the same thing. Both both won, and Max did it twice. Well, no, but Charlton yeah. went shorter. But we're talking of, we're talking about we're talking about a horse that only ever ran less than a mile one time. And well, so yeah, this this is more this is more his comfort zone than I think six furlongs. If you put Wells by you in a six furlong race, I think you're setting him up for failure because he doesn't he's only ever ran six furlongs once. Other than that, he's only gone farther. So this is more his comfort. This is what he knows. Well, this is, I, well that, this I, is the distance the horse knows he's gonna you're, run. You're, yeah, you're saying you're saying basically I, I'm saying basically the same thing. The only thing is, is he going to not jog around? Because you're not gonna show your horse up to jog around. Right. Is he gonna go lead, come in second or third, and be like, okay, good race coming back? That's I'm saying talking about playing on top. And that again, this is the reason I said I'm gonna go all in on Wells Bayou or I'm not gonna take him at all. <laughs> yeah. so we will go. see. We will see. And we'll Brian see Cox does, but probably knows a little bit more than me. I, a little. I, I, little. I doubt it. So. I doubt uh, we'll see. But let's, let's, uh, let's what what the fuck's he ever won? Yeah. Oh, it's not Brian Cox. I thought it was a oh, linebacker yeah, from the <laughs> All right, let's move on to race eleven. This is the Colonel E.R. Bradley Stakes, mile 16th on the turf. It's $125,000 purse for four-year-olds and up. Now, mind you, this is a, the race in which my boy Jack and Captivating Moon are also entered into. I want to start out with saying, I feel like when your odds are higher in one race than the other in the morning line, you go to the one that your odds are lower. I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like it would be. Wait, what? <laughs> so if my boy Jack's 12 to 1 in one race and 20 to 1 in another race, oh, 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 okay. I feel like he's going to go to the one he's 12 to 1, right? Because you have a better chance of winning, I guess. Somebody thinks you do. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll I don't see. I don't know. And I, that's just me saying that I have no idea. But it makes sense. It, makes, it does make head. sense. All right, AJ, who are you picking for this race? Um... I like a bomb here. My boy Jack. <laughs> no. I like a bomb here a lot. And it's going to be the number nine piece achieved. Piece achieved, a very lightly erased four-year-old. Three wins and eight starts and one show. I mean, this horse has hit the board four times out of the eight career races that he's run. Um, 
He only ran twice last year, and both were not the most ideal trips. Uh, the one at Indiana, you know, didn't have a great start and then came back. And when I look at, you know, you look at the numbers, I mean, this horse, when it broke its maiden, 109 at a mile, 136, pretty fucking fast uh, at Ellis Park. And then obviously there was some stuff going on. Ran in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, won a grade three at this distance. And I can excuse the last two times out, both, you know, higher level stakes races than what we're going into now. So coming into this one, if you're going to give me 20 to one odds on this horse, who I think the long layoff for me, you know, makes me feel more confident in this horse because apparently something was going on last year where this horse was going to run. I, I really don't know the story behind whether it was an injury, what was going on, what was what was the 285-day layoff about after the Breeders' Cup Juvenile turf. And now coming into this one, I don't know. 20 to 1 seems really high and really, really juicy to me. I really like this horse a lot. I'm going to include him on every ticket I play especially at 20 to one odds. I don't think you're going to get 20 ones because I think a lot of people are going to see exactly what I'm seeing. And he's going to get bet down a little bit. So, but I still think you're going to get at least 10 to one, 15 to one, something in, in that range. I don't think you're going to get 21 here, but because I do really like this horse a lot. I think this horse at the very least, if I'm getting 20 to one or over, I'm betting play show all day long because I really like this horse. Uh, spectacular gem is hard to ignore. Uh, I know Logical Myth obviously just beat this horse out last time uh, at fairground in a in a lower level stakes race. And look, Logical Myth ran an incredible race. Keeps the same jock on. Very hard to ignore. Nine to two, probably going to go down lower. I think the public looks at, at what he just did. You're going to get. You're not going to get nine to two here. So I think spectacular gem at seven to two, I think you're going to get maybe four or five to, to one going in possibly. If you do, then you take it because this horse ran against digital aid factor, this rock empire, um, Mr. Dumas, all really good horses in the Kentucky circuit in, you know, in, you know, at Ellis park, all really good horses and competed with them quite a bit. So I think this horse here, I don't think you get seven to two. I, I I think you get better than that. I think it's going to be an overlay. I think you maybe you get four or five uh, by post time with spectacular gem. I could be wrong. I don't know, but even so at seven to two, I like that horse a lot. And the other one sailing solo again, ran in that same race uh, with logical myth here at fairgrounds. I know it sounds like, well, why aren't you taking logical myth? I don't know. I can't, I can't uh, bring myself to it. I think Sailing Solo had a terrible, disastrous start where I think it should have he uh, should have been a lot closer to the lead in that race. And had he been, I mean, he got fourth, but he's only half length back. I mean, these are the horses that competed just as well as anybody else with with a horse who's beaten, you know, two of the top contenders in this race. So 
If I'm getting him at nine to two, I don't think logical myth repeats that performance from that 75 K stakes race. I think I like sailing solo better. Um, but again, I'm, I'm very close to just going nine, nine, 10 or nine, um, eight in this race. All right. Um, no, I, I like what you said there. Um, cause I'm going with obviously once again, James, <laughs> who's on Old the Graham. Was on the eight spectacular. Never trust a Jimmy Graham if you're a Packer oh, fan. That's all. I'm yeah, that's, that's true. This is true. I don't think it's the same guy though. I'm not sure, but I'm no. not. Um, but I, I, I that yeah, that last race they all ran was crazy. They all was bumper cars and everything mm-hmm. like that in the break. And um, I do think this is the best horse of the bunch with the eight. And th- this is my deal with. Um, it's kind of like what you said, AJ. Either I'm going to do a $36 ticket or an $18 ticket. Okay. And this is either my single would be the eight here, or I had to go with the one or the 10. And that's my hard decision here. Um, the one did run a good race. I mean, it's hard to throw out the one without, you know, you can, how do you play the one without yeah. the 10? Yeah. And if I'm singling the eight, how do I not play those two horses? Yeah. I feel like, exactly. yep. yeah, it's a tough one. So I have to go with the two horses that are going to go to the lead. And that's 8-10. You're going 8-10. So I'm going to go 8-10. I'm going to act like I'm paying a $36 ticket. I'll probably chicken out because I'm that's what cheap. You do. And I'll lose because <laughs> of it. And But I'm going to go 8-10. Yeah. And, you know, my case against the one – here is the fact that we're looking at time form which if you watch the show that's typically what we do 121 speed figure to me i think that's the best you're going to get out of this horse maybe ever i doubt you're going to see a repeat here so if i had to i'm going to bet against that Mm -hmm. okay yeah and i I think that rail is going to be tough for him and this. Yeah, yeah, it's also, yeah, you're right. It's not an ideal position for me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, I took the 110 here. Threw out the eight. All I right. did. I did. I uh-huh. threw out the eight. Um, I, I really like the one here. I know you guys think he's going to have a tough time in this post position one. I don't see that. I don't feel like he is. I, uh, uh, you know, and really all the kind of the same reasons we already talked about. If you're going to play the one, you're going to play the ten, uh, the 10 as well. So I did play, obviously, the 10. I think he has strong time form figures like AJ discussed. We do look at time form. Um, but as far as really with this race and, and I, I, without playing, I didn't want to go three deep here just for the price of my own ticket. So I was just, I, if I was doing three, obviously it would be one, eight, 10. Um, but I'm just sticking with the 110 here. Well, right. the thing I like it most about the ten too is I don't think you get nine to two. I think you get I think you get more than that a lot. And his name is Solo. Yeah, so that's also a thing. Take that but I oh, mean, when you look look at you when you look at Spectacular Jam, and like I said, I think you get the nine bet down a little bit. But I don't nine to two. I think I think you get more than that here. And especially if I get more than that here, I, I'm going to be all in. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move on to race 12, which is the. All right. Let's move on to race 12. It's the Silver Bullet Day Stakes. It's a mile 70 yards, $150,000 purse. It is on dirt for 
Philly's three-year-old. So, AJ, what do you like here? All right, so uh, the first horse I'll talk about isn't uh, my favorite here, actually, but I do want to bring this up because on a previously unaired edition of the Triple Clowns Picks and Plays, I did bring up an angle about uh, Lasix and how it's starting to be phased out. And this is a race where I think it might be relevant um, because there's a lot of horses here with the, for the first time in a long, in a long time for some of them in, in some, in a couple of cases, not a long time. Uh, but there, if you look at the, uh, the entries here, a lot of times it's there, you know, they're Lasix offs. A lot of them for the first time. Um, that being said, I think, you know, you look at a horse like Little Stitious, which I love the uh, the office reference here, which I, I know exactly where that's from. You look at Little Stitious, who never ran with Lasix before, first time ran with Lasix, ran a 93-time form figure as opposed to in the 70s his entire career. So that's why I think it's, it's, it's prevalent in the case where if you have a, have a horse who's never ran without Lasix before, and especially a horse like Little Stitches, who ran its career best with the only time it's been on Lasix, and now you're taking it away, I think there's a case to be made to fade a lot of horses who, uh, you know, have ran with it and for the first time aren't running with it. So I, I think especially going into 2021 where Lasix is going to be phased out in a lot of places, I think it's something that needs to be paid attention to. That being said, I think the four at H1, who in both career races didn't run with Lasix, broke its maiden in a high-level um, maiden uh, special weight at Churchill, and then came back and ran a really great race in an 87K allowance race at Churchill – Got third, but only finished uh, third by, you know, a length, less than two lengths. Coming into this one at, at eight to one, I think is a great price to consider. Another horse that's eight to one in this one, uh, Charlie's Penny, who again is, this is, you know, is Lasix off if you look at the, um, you know, the PPs, but ran its best race without Lasix and won uh, at six and a half. Uh, a Churchill in an 87k allowance race, uh, running pretty fast, but ran a 99 time, uh, 99 time form figure. And even when you look at, you know, when he broke its maiden was on synthetic at Woodbine clearly has no problem on the dirt here. I think this is a horse, you know, going, um, to a mile and 70, I don't think that this horse will have a problem at a mile and 70. I think it ran very fast at six and six and a half on the dirt at fairgrounds and Churchill. I think this horse is going to have a real shot, especially at eight to one as we move to a little over a mile. The other one that I cannot ignore, and especially for the reasons I just stated without Lasix, we're now running at a mile and 70. This horse just ran a mile and 70 in an 80 or a 48 allowance at fairgrounds. Clearly this horse has no problem on this track. So I, if I'm looking at this, I, I think the nine, nine to me is a borderline single 
And if I'm going to play any other, I'm going to play the four and I'm going to play the three. You're doing nine, four, three? Yep. Or three, four, nine, I should say. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously the nine, um, really weird. You didn't mention the one at all here. Um, the one's curious because especially if you like the three. Well, again, okay. So I would say I didn't mention the one strictly because two-time Lasix, both at Woodbine on synthetic, not going to the dirt. If this was turf, it'd be a different story for me personally, mm-hmm. but I don't. Synthetic, it, it, it's hard for me. I, uh, I know you do. I know you like the different surface angles. I don't. And especially if I'm going to Woodbine and I'm coming now to the dirt. Well, no, I, I, I would rather fade that horse and pick it. I, I was going to say, um, especially so with the Lasix off. Because you look at the three, who's proven he can run on dirt, got beat by the one on synthetic. synthetic. So it's a, that's a weird thing there. Like, because you're like, okay, it's dirt now. Because well, I can excuse that like, loss because it's like on synthetic than it is like dirt. Hmm. It's a better transition. Um, but is this one the real deal? Is this one that fast? It's hard when you come over from Woodbine. It- it could be. I mean, how often do you see a horse break its maiden with a 102 time form figure? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And so, I mean. I won't discredit the one at all, but yeah, I, I do I mean, feel like I should fade it here. It's, it's five to two too short for this horse. Um, I think this horse might be an overlay because I do think the nine is going to take more money, which it's obviously the one of my favorite anyway. Mm-hmm. But um I like the eight, of course, because you always mention my guy in everything, AJ. <laughs> I know. James Graham You're going is on, on the eight. I think I think uh, AJ stole your job. I, I really do. I think he listened and and um yeah. I didn't eight, even know James Graham was a jockey when I made that. I, I know. Every time you do it, I know you didn't even look at the jockey. I went jockey angle. Um James Graham gets a lot of great rides at Fred Rounds, let's face it. So, you know, anything we talk about is probably gonna be him. Yeah. But talk about a horse that can just do whatever he wants a lot of times and i think the eight might sit near the lead i think i think in no way you're getting six to one on this horse especially after james graham wins all the other races then they're going to be like we're going to play him i mean let's face it you know it's going to be great like if, if sunday comes around and like james graham wins nine races <laughs> and i said it first this day um no, but I do think, you know, aside from, from that horse, I don't think this horse is getting much love. And this horse's last race was ridiculous. I know it was seven furlongs. It's going a little longer, but I mean, I don't think there's going to be a problem here at a mile and 70. Um, everybody keep in mind out there that uh, a mile is eight furlongs. Mm-hmm. I know it's a lot longer. We had this yep. argument last week that a furlong is a long way for even horses that look like they're closing. Sometimes they're still short. Um, but I don't think... I mean, you think he has the distance? I do, and yeah. I don't think this horse has shown what it has really because I don't think it's had to. I mean, I I, I think obviously yeah. with how he won his last race, I don't think distance is going to be an issue. Well, even even if you want to fade, not well, not fade, but ignore the Lysix angle I was talking about, which I do think to me, especially when you look at little stitches. It, it says a lot to me because the first time it ran with Lasix, it ran a 93 as opposed to a 77, you know, high the last four times prior. But at the same time, he did have the kind of 
you know, when you look at his races prior to, clearly he was closing every single time he ran at six, six and a half and five. It looked like, you know, it, it wasn't a question before Lasix whether or not he had the distance. It did look like at six and that in, in around six, he, he was able to, to go more. Yeah. yeah and even, even when he ran a one twelve eleven, 11, uh, you know, and six furlongs, which isn't obviously flying. Um, but you know, the times weren't that fast that day. He was chasing a fast pace and it was easy by, mm. you know, she was easy by with and, our boy, David Cohen, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Our boy, David Cohen was on. Um, but yeah, it, it, she was easy by, it was like one of those, like, you know, you could have been a second faster and then we'd all be talking about a different, right. She had to be, that's a weird part about times when you, when you really look at them, you know, and that's the hard part. You got to watch the race. So, I mean, I, I, I'm going to take a flyer on that eight. I feel like the eight's going to be the sexy pick, honestly. Um, I know the numbers don't look great. Time form numbers and everything like that don't look fantastic. But I feel like this horse is going to be that. But I'm, I'm going to go one eight because I think the one might be the real deal. I got to take a risk here. I would go one eight nine. I don't have the money to do it. So I'm going to go one eight. I mean, obviously, well, Ryan, like you said, like, I feel like I'm, I'm the Wells Bayou train of AJ. <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, yeah. listen, I would just take the nine, but instead I'm going to take the I'm one not, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- yeah. See, I mean, there, there, there is, no, I mean, there's, there's a method to the madness here. I, I yeah, do believe. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is, I mean, can you got you the money? One eight nine. You yeah. want to throw well, yeah. the picks out, go one eight nine. But, but I mean, can you get over? And this, this is my question to you betting on this horse because i am I, I am honestly curious can you get over a 93 that was ran at delta downs not no discredit to delta downs but i mean it's not like this was at churchill or keeneland or belmont or whatever that, that, that's my question though a, a legit question i i would believe a lot of people who are betting on this race would ask like you're running this is this is the, delta downs isn't exactly you know Churchill or Keeneland or anything. They take that into effect, though. They take that track into effect. I mean, that's all part of, of the... the exactly. No, I, I get what you're yeah. saying, but what I'm saying is, do you think a 93 ran at Delta Downs is the same as a 93 ran yeah. at Churchill? Well, it Churchill. should be. Well, yeah, it should be. Numbers-wise, it should be. You could it's say helped. times, you could say winning, sure, but these are supposed to be accordingly to the track mm-hmm. you're running at. So it should be. Is it? So that being said, like so that being said, and and you and, could say a ten and a half length win. Well, you're right. Then if uh, you know you're 100 right, but that being said, then it's sort of like, well, we should have known Princess Noir was gonna, you know, fail out big time at the Breeders' Cup because that's well, exactly what happened. So I mean, that only proves your point, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, numbers are numbers. Uh, I like the six here. We have no one's talked about this. I think it's a, this horse is intriguing to me. I love the name. Divine, Divine Comedy. Comedy. Uh, eight to one did win his last or her last race out at fairgrounds at a mile and 70 yards. Uh, wire to wire. Yes, uh, it, w- it was a 47,000 maiden race. So this horse is jumping up quite a bit in class here. But a 47 maiden in fairgrounds has got to be like a 90 in at you know, Aqueduct or Belmont, right? I mean, like yeah. the rate, I mean, that's got, that's got to be their top level main special weight. I would believe at fairgrounds, is it not? 
Uh, no, Fairgrounds runs for for a decent amount. I mean, it's it's but forty-seven uh, maiden special weight. I feel like that's got to be like a seventy-two maiden special yeah, weight at Belmont yeah, or Saratoga. Probably. I mean, that's this Saratoga's the highest level, like eighty or ninety, sure. Right, I, right, and I'm yeah. I'm trying to back up per pick here. Yeah, yeah, that's no. got to be the highest level that they have. Yeah, or one of the yeah, and, and they have for be, maiden um, special um, weight. They, there is, you know, they have Sean uh, jumping on him instead of Florence, so that is kind of interesting. But Florence, he's going to be on uh, the nine. Which yeah, I was going to ask you, does that bother you? You know, I'm playing, I'm playing the nine as well. So in this situation, since I, I am playing the six nine here together, no, um, just because it kind of backs itself up there. Um, but like we've all talked with the nine, I think this is a horse you you should be playing, have to be playing. This last race out going, you know, with that 12 and three quarter length victory here, it's kind of hard not to be playing the nine here, but I do think the six is maybe going to be a little bit overlooked. And I really like the look of this horse. I like how he looked in his last race at fairgrounds and, you know, he won by five and a quarter length victory. So he did have a pretty nice victory to really report home about. So I'm excited to see how he's going to be um, comparing up with the rest of this field. And now, mind you, also another angle people do tend to look at, the trainer-jockey combo is at 100% here. So I, I'm i playing the 6-9. And he also got beat by the 8 on my birthday. That's also an angle I look at. <laughs> oh, really? That's why I thought the 8 was going to win. I forgot to bring that up. Got beat oh, on my right. birthday. Yeah. You know what's funny? There's a horse here somewhere that got beat uh, uh, running their maiden special weight on my birthday as well that I did not pick. Maybe that's what you have to look yep. at. <laughs> Obviously, that's a huge angle. Huge. Most people use it. And it's weird because uh, it's our birthdays they use. That's weird. Yeah, it's a weird angle that people use. Um, but okay, so oh. so what do you have here? So you just have straight up the six nine. Six nine. I'm doing six nine. Mine's a two by two by two by two by two. My mine are all twos here. Wow, well, good for you. Um, all, right. all right, so, so let's go on. Let's move on to the final race of the day, race thirteen. Now this is a Derby prep race. The Grade Three of the Comp Stakes. My Mile 16th on the dirt, $200,000 purse, three-year-olds. Uh, the point system is 10, four, two, one. I also want to mention to go back to what AJ was talking about in regards to Lasix. Now, if you run in a derby prep race on Lasix and get first through fourth, you are not allowed to collect those points. Bam. So you can collect the money? You can get the points. I'm going for that. That's the only thing that matters. <laughs> um, so, so with that being said, it has, I, I feel like this horse is, I'm very excited about this, this race. Uh, I think it's a great 11 horse field. So AJ, we'll start off with you. All right. Well, I spent a lot of time, um, thinking that the four was going to be my guy, but it's not, I ended up tossing him entirely. I made the seven, my guy. Um, I think the seven running out of. And I, I am not a fan of the maiden special weight or, you know, breaking your maiden and then going to a stakes race, let alone a grade three. But mm, I'm going to take a shot here because your boy, which I didn't even notice this until just now, Graham is on, J- Jimmy Graham. I did. I, I swear to God, I just noticed this when I looked at the five, You're going to win too. <laughs> exactly. So, I'm assuming you're going to pick him too. And I'm going to pick him here as well. Um, three starts, all three on the board. Um, broke his maiden last time out, 85 at Churchill. 
ran a very impressive 137. Uh, this is also, again, if you want to play this, the Lasix angle, there are, I think, three horses in here running for the first time without Lasix in their career. I think it's a four, the five, and the eight. Again, which is why I left off the four. Um, so I'm going to go the seven here as a price at six to one. I think that's, you know, going over everything it ran very well. If we're going to look at figures, I mean, it's only continuing to get better. I think the race he ran in um, against regular guy who's also in this race, cool rich. I think it was a good main special weight. And I think coming into this one, I think he only gets better. It's hard for me not to include the one midnight bourbon again, that Lasix angle is not a problem here because he's never fucking ran with it with Lasix. Uh, got second in the Iroquois and third again in the Champagne. But this is a horse who ran against Jackie's Warrior reinvestment risk, um, sitting on go, who are all the top. I mean, those are the top, the, you know, those are the cream of the crop when we're talking about three year olds coming into the Derby season. So, when I look at his second and third place finish, I think to myself, like these are the top horses we're considering right now, the top horses of the two year old season last year. So it, going into this one, I think, you know, he's ran against the best of the best already in this uh, three year old, three year old crop coming up. The, the, the last one I'm going to look at is um, Arabian Prince. Arabian Prince has already ran in a grade two got third place by two and a half granted you know you had tyler on which i know sarah's not a fan but this is a horse who's ran his last two races at this level in stakes races i don't think you're going to see the same kind of competition he's ran in this race so it's six to one to me this is an amazing price again as you know one one of three but you know broke his maiden and then ran in two very high-level races at Churchill, and then now comes out here. I think when you look at the ownership and the trainer, when you look at uh, what you have, I think they know this race is going to be the race this horse wins. And I know every you know trainer thinks that, but I think they're on the right path. I think when you look at the way he's competed in stakes race competitions, especially even you know a grade two is – probably more than he's going to, he's not going to see, keep me in mind here. I think this horse at six to one is an incredible value. And I think this is my favorite to win this race. You got the one, two, seven here. Yep. All right. So one, two, seven. Yeah. What do you like here? Um, I'm Obviously the go, seven. I, of course the <laughs> seven, we all know that. Yeah. I think seven has a good shot at it. Honestly, I'll make a case for it. Obviously James Graham, I think this horse is gonna be once again. I think he's gonna be played a little bit. Everybody's gonna know about this horse. I think he looked really good. He uh, does have a lot of good time points. Run against, I, I think his whole career is improved every time out. Yeah, and, and he's been running against good things every time out. Like we're talking about a horse that's prepped to well, go to go. To, he to, was also in the race where Essential Quality broke his maiden, and we all know who Essential Quality is. Exactly. So it's a favorite right now to win the Derby. And, yeah. uh, and honestly, that was, you know, that was his first race and, 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 exactly. and, and didn't break like a lot of horses that never raced before. No, but still I mean, hit the broke, board in that like race. Like a lot pretty... of horses do. 
Yeah, 40 to one, by the way, that race and, and ran really well. Um, King's Mitchell's not bad either. Uh, so that, that was a great race. I think this horse is just getting better and obviously James Graham. So, um, but I'm going to go with a horse that no one's brought up with, talk about taking a taking a play. How about Beep Beep the three? Meep Beep. Yeah, <laughs> Meep Beep. It's uh, the Roadrunner. Um, but I mean, if you watch this horse's last race, I mean, this is, this horse's lights out, could just go out and steal it. Maybe this horse is for real. Got Talamo, I know everybody's gonna question it, but I mean, this is a normal move for a horse that's getting ready. And and is this something that we talk about if, you know, these this horse goes out and wins this race? Is this our derby like, oh, wow. Seven furlongs wins at Churchill for 85, you know? And I mean, Norm Cassie horse, I mean, you can't, can't be. But I, I mean, beep, beep. I mean, what can I say against the horse right now? Yeah. I mean, if you watch the last race, it wasn't exactly the greatest thing in the world, but can this horse just go to the lead, which I think he can, and just run away? 123 at Churchill is, is nothing to shake your head at. No, absolutely. Yeah, it was absolutely. four wide. Um, and, and I like to comment where it says in hand at the quarter pole. And Drew Clear. I mean, maybe this you horse like has a lot of, of yeah, like a yeah. lot in the tank. Um, I mean, if it this horse was three to one, I might be like, oh, like twelve to but one. But twelve to one, yeah. Got it. Really this horse because maybe yeah. it's the real deal. And maybe next week we're talking about beep beep. If he wins, being a Derby, a contender, derby contender, all of a sudden. Yep. And I like Which look, it, you know, as much you know, we have, we've done this on the Derby Trail for a while now, but we haven't done a Derby Trail that's been in May. <laughs> that's true. Which I'm very excited to see how everything unfolds because we've watched the 18 length or 18 month Derby, you know, trail unfold, where yeah. we kind of knew everything about the horses coming in. I'm very excited to see how you know you're only going to get three or four races to really judge the horses going into the Kentucky Derby on. And that's awesome to me. So you're right. If beep beep goes on and wins this one, you know, when we, when we unveil our Derby top five or we do our draft, how we did, you know, the year before, you know, all of a sudden you see it in that discussion, which is great because I love, this is great. I love, I am so excited for this race. You have no idea. We almost forget how close the Derby really is in a sense, because before it was so yeah. damn Before long. it was about seven years. Like I said, now. yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was a seven year lead up to yeah. a race in September. Where yeah. We knew how these horses had progressed and, and everything. Now it's sort of like yeah. every like, other right, Derby year prior. Derby trail here. Yeah. And now we've accepted. So, so now we're just as clueless as everyone else is going to be. Exactly. We've all accepted the clueless Amazing. world it's that awesome. we're all living in. I can't so, wait. I know. All right. So you're taking the three, seven here. I'm going three, seven. All right. But I really like. No, no one or two. Huh? AJ jumped off I, of. I really like the four. I like Oh, Roxy. you liked four. Okay. I really like Proxy at six to one. I mean, he's going up in clash. You look at his last couple, last two races, he's gone wire to wire. Um, mm -hmm. First race being a mile 70, the second race being a mile and 16th. I think this horse has a lot of promise and a lot of talent that he's bringing to this field. So I'm very excited. Can, to I, can, can I back you up here? Because Proxy was my one, my, I almost singled him here. Yeah. But if I'm going to stay true to my angle of the Lasix, 
That's why I went against him. I legitimately have proxy written down on my on my paper, and I crossed him off because if I'm going to stay true to that, then I have to go elsewhere because his two wins are both with Lasix. Yeah. That, but you're right. If proxy wins here, I'm not going to be mad that I didn't bet him because I do right. believe he's good enough to. 100%. I'm very excited to watch Proxy. And again, like I said before, like, well, like I said on, on the, on the show that never aired, it's, it's not an end all be all with, with, you know, with coming off Lasix because the show that we did and then watching the results, I mean, clearly some horses, it does not matter. Yeah. But you know, if I'm going to play an angle to try to win some money, then I'm going to go with that. But yep. Proxy Proxy was probably my third favorite, or well, third, likes, or my actually track. my favorite. Now is my fourth favorite. Likes the track, big jump. Yes, big jump. Really likes, likes the, track. the track, though. Yep. And my other pick that I really, really like here. I, I like. I'm mad the- that you picked Proxy. I didn't think anybody else would. <laughs> <laughs> I still your horse. The other horse I am picking here. We talked about him on our weekly show very, very briefly, but that is the nine Manor House at eight to one. Now this horse has only one start or he broke his maiden with a 12 and a quarter length victory. When did we talk about Manor House? Incredibly impressive. Either, but I feel like I know the name. Yeah, when I, I, in the news, I had brought up about this race coming up and that Manor Horse was the one that, or excuse me, yeah, Manor House was a horse that a lot of eyes were on at the, because of his 12 and a quarter length victory and his, and his maiden. It his is impressive. Only race, yeah. So I'm, this is a horse that I've had my eye on. I, I mean, he went wire to wire in his last race. It was a mile on the dirt. He has a strong early speed, which I think is, is going to help him quite a bit here in the ninth post position in this race. So I really, really am excited to see how this horse performs. This is only going to be his second time out. Yeah, I feel like he's um, the beep beep of this horse, but I'm taking a 12 over the eight, the nine. You know what? You're right. This is honestly, normally I just, again, I'm not a huge fan of the maiden going to a stakes race at all. But again, I look at this 96 time form and it's maiden one by 12 and a half or 12 and a quarter. Can I include him now? Is it too late? late? Because you're right. Like I've already kind of, I've broken that mold in the race prior, I believe. So it's not a great plate. You also have, it's not a great plate. You have, you haven't been looking at them enough for it's a different world when it's two year olds to three year olds. Some of these horses jump right into them before anything because of that. Like you haven't been around for that. Like when you look at two to three, that happens because you have no choice. If you think your horse is a derby horse, you have right. no choice but to make that jump. If it was a maiden at three, and you know, middle of his three-year-old year, broke his maiden and jumped to a, yeah. But this is where they all have to do it. And they're all on that level playing field mm-hmm. where they're all just yeah. breaking their maidens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you got to kind of get. Especially, like, yeah. Cause uh, you know, you look at the, 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 the juvenile winners, of past, I mean, typically they don't make a lot of noise. Well, look at just, just in the Turbo Crown. Justify was unraced. Yeah. Yep. At two years old. That's what I mean. I'm super excited about about yeah. what we're yeah. about to do coming up, strictly because 
you know, I've watched yeah, the, exactly. the six-month derby yeah. trail. Well, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen, your... I haven't seen the four-month derby trail, so I'm, yeah, I'm excited was, to watch this. Go. Say, yeah, that was, yeah, like you haven't seen the real. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. For it. More. I can't wait. I can't wait to hitch my bandwagon to one horse and just go for it forever. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you got to do it like next week. By the way, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, which I probably will. If beep beep wins by fucking ten lengths here. I'll probably just be like beep beep's greatest horse I've That's ever it. seen. Yeah, yeah. Gonna live with it. All right. So that was Sarah's pick. <laughs> if anybody else knows what we just went over or through, maybe we can show that in the outtakes really quick. I don't know. But um, yeah, it involved me talking to a porn star outside my hallway because they're being loud. And um, yeah, and it goes from there. Uh, but anyway, that's a true story. It just happened. And um, yes, yeah, so those are our picks yeah. for the late right. five at Fairgrounds, which is the guaranteed 50 cent all stakes pick five, starting with race nine. So we will be putting up our picks on our Twitter and let us know in the comments below who you got in this race. Absolutely. So uh, we'll talk to you guys soon and we're coming out with a lot of new things and uh, we'll go from there. Yep. All right, guys. See you later. See you later, everybody. See you later, everybody. Triple Clowns is a production of the team at Big Umbrella. Rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Send us your questions at tripleclowns at gmail.com and you may be featured on a future episode. Follow us on social media at Clowns Triple on Twitter and Instagram and follow me, AJ Ryder, at Troy McLean WWE on Twitter. Like and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. All right, guys, for AJ Ryder, I'm out of here. See you later, everybody.